0: I'm Mary Byers, and this is Successful Associations Today. Today is a throwback episode. I originally interviewed Ed Wojcicki in April of 2017, but what he has to say about starting and continuing difficult conversations is so important that I'm bringing it back again. Ed Wojcicki, Executive Director of the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police. Ed, happy to have you here today.
1: It's really great to be here, Mary.
0: Looking forward to talking to you about one of the strategies that you are using in the wake of a lot of media attention on law enforcement recently. Um, your organization decided to do something that's a little bit counterintuitive in terms of starting conversations rather than avoiding conversations. So tell me a little bit about who you're talking to and what kinds of things are emerging from these conversations.
1: Sure, well at at the state level, uh, we've reached out to the state NAACP and a group called NOBLE, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Those two often work together. And the reason that we reached out was quite simple, uh, in, in all of the response, and all the media attention uh, to events over the past two years, uh, we heard the black organization saying, you know what, we need to have some conversations. And so we reached out and said, sure, let's have some conversations.
0: And I know that you're, you've started by getting your leaders together, and part of that is to build relationships. How are those relationships enabling you to move the conversation forward?
1: Oh, oh they're going great. We, uh, our first, our president when we started was up in the suburban area, and the president of the NAACP was in Evanston, so it was very easy for the two of them to get together, and I met with them as well. Uh, we and uh, at the first meeting. Uh, the NAACP president handed us a sheet and said, here's my talking points. And uh, so, and we uh, said, okay, let's talk about them. And now the state president is in Springfield and I'm in Springfield. And the two of us converse rather often. And we said, rather than have a, a public meeting in which people just complain and shout or or open ourselves up to that, let's meet with the leadership and let's have candid conversations about uh, how you feel and about how we feel, and then let's go from there. And it's it's We've had uh, two or three of those now, and it's going very well.
0: One of the things that's interesting, I think, is that you are speaking at each other's meetings. How did that come about, and what has the result been?
1: Well, at the very first meeting, our president uh, said to the president, uh, George Mitchell, at the NAACP, you know what? Come to our conference and, and talk to our members, and he said, sure, I'll be there. And he came and 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 returned the invitation, and we went. And the topic is usually very simple. It's let's chat, and and so we we uh, have these uh, breakout sessions, and it's it's uh, very informal, and uh, we're able to talk about what our concerns are in response to the media, and uh, these these leaders are able to tell us what their concerns are about. Uh, with, the, with our perceptions of treatment from the police and so forth and so we're and we're able to respond to that and so the conversations have been candid and productive
0: so are you finding common ground as as a result of it
1: yeah. We we think that we've always been on common ground. Uh, that's that's the position of law enforcement. Uh, but we're trying to take that one step further, and we're actually working toward a set of shared principles. And we're uh, I can't get too far out ahead of that because we're working on a process to do that. And our intention is to uh, at, when we develop these shared principles and both organizations agree on them, then. To, to go around the different parts of the state and stand side by side and say, you know what, uh, this is what we believe law enforcement should be, and this is us saying it, and this is the NAACP leader saying it, and we want to be on the same stage together because we're, we'll show people that we agree on these things, and so let's work toward better community relations
0: it can be difficult uh, initially to uh, convince volunteer leaders that having difficult conversations can be good for the organization in the long run. Uh, was this true at all for you? And if so, how did you get around it?
1: Um, I would say that it's, it's for us, it's not been true. Uh, for example, our president at the time is a lifetime member of the NAACP. He had spent his career having, he, he's white, But he's he has reached out in different ways the entire time. Uh, Sometimes what you hear can be difficult to hear, but it's not. uh, It's still it's really, really good to give people a chance to say in in a forum, whether it's a public forum or a private forum. These are our concerns about you. And why do you do it this way? And, uh, you know, there is a perception, uh, you know, that you. Uh, disproportionately uh, single out black, young black males. That's Let's face it, that's what it's usually about is the young black males. For people who have these perceptions, uh, we want to address them. And, you know, you know, I will say this. I had a meeting with a, a group of uh, black college students at the community college here in Springfield, and I said to them, you know what? I've heard that every." <laughs> Young black male, by the time he reaches team, will say he's had a bad experience with police. I said, Is that really true? And every one of these guys in his room shook their head, Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we have to pay attention to that and say, You know, how can that be? Is it, uh, if that's your perception, then we certainly have to address it.
0: So keeping the momentum going when you have a change of leadership and when you have other initiatives and other projects and other deadlines that are pressing in on you, um, sometimes momentum can be lost. How have you made sure that you're keeping the pedal to the metal on this initiative?
1: You know, that's a that's a great question, because uh, in association work, we just get distracted by so many things and, and other priorities. Uh, so the, we hold each other accountable. Uh, we, uh, I, I uh, communicate regularly with the uh, head of the, of the state president of the NAACP. And one of the ways that we've, we've kept the pedal to the metal is we've brought in a consultant uh, at very low cost from the University of Illinois at Chicago to facilitate our meetings. And by bringing in this facilitator, she keeps us accountable, too. And she says, you know, she has a lot of experience in facilitating all kinds of groups, uh, but we believe that uh, without having this outside facilitator, uh, we might just uh, both inadvertently fall off the cliff and not move, move along on but we're, uh, we've got more meetings planned this summer already, and that's because we're with the outside facilitator.
0: Uh, that's a great piece of advice and in order to uh, remain accountable is having somebody else hold you accountable and uh, keep you on track. So as we wrap up here, Ed, what advice would you give to uh, other association professionals whose organizations have been called out or have had groups that have been critical of them or their members' performance?
1: I, I, I think I would say reach out to them and say, can we have a conversation? You know, it's because uh, I think a lot of people believe that what's portrayed in the media about them or about other people we know it just isn't entirely accurate, uh, but if you, get, if you agree to get behind closed doors and have con- candid conversations, then really good things can come from it. And, and I don't think you should be afraid to reach out to anybody and say, let's talk.
0: I appreciate Ed. that's great advice. And one of the things I love about what you've done is, is rather than uh, running away from controversy or potential controversy, you've done the counterintuitive thing and you've actually run toward it. And I think that's a really valuable strategy. So thanks for being here with us today. I'm Mary Byers, and this is Successful Associations Today.